Welcome everyone, bienvenidos, and thank you for listening to Latinas from the Block to the Boardroom. This is the business mini episode number two. I want to take a moment here and say I'm very fortunate today to have some amazing people supporting me through this podcast journey by subscribing through my website, which is latinasb2b.com, and also through Instagram at the handle, same, latinasb2b, and Twitter. My sole purpose has always been to elevate those who take their business, their ideas, and their communities to the next level. So if you'd like to have this discussion with me or to learn more after this podcast for a free 30-minute consultation, please go to latinasb2b.com or latinasb2b.marketing to see my services or listen to more of my episodes. So let's build generational wealth for you and me, and let's build your business together. Echale. So I'm going to start off with a little backstory here because we're going to talk about marketing today. And marketing is very important to any business. And some people think, oh, you know, social media is very important. And that's just one slice of marketing. But I want to give this story as to why I decided to start these podcasts and also to start my uh, leadership and marketing consulting business. As I've said, I've been in tech for a good number of years, and my last two jobs were working at Google and Facebook as a contract worker. And that's another story. But because I was too old, I was too overqualified for any job that I applied for, and I didn't have an elite degree, I never got hired. So that's why I was a contract worker. But I was hired in these last two roles on research teams for their marketing and analytics team, since that's been my background in sales and marketing. So why does this matter? Well, I saw what was going on behind the curtain, as I've said in podcasts too, that, you know, there's a little behind the scenes action that I think there's a reason why a lot of people of color aren't on product teams and management teams. And there is not a good representation of women or how a lot of Latino men or African-American men are represented on these marketing and sales products teams. So I asked a lot of questions and I decided to do some research on my own. And I found this awesome book. And it was a little crazy to me, but it's called Algorithms of Oppression, and it's Search Engines Who Reinforce Racism, and it's by Safia Umaga Noble. She's a PhD professor, and this book blew my mind. And after reading the book, I decided to Google Latinas, because when you talk about algorithms and AI and what's happening in the space and technology today, it's very important to understand what that means. It's all regarding our engagement online. So when I Googled Latinas or I Googled Black women and so on, you know, Black men or children, I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked how men and women and children were perceived online. It was all the terms that I brought up under our nationalities, our color, our race, brought up very sex-objectified images or incarcerated images of folks. Now, recently, they have changed the algorithm somewhat, but not by very much. And what it's driving all this is also advertising. So it's really crazy. And I said, how do I change this? How do we get involved in changing this? Because 
it's obviously hard to get into tech, right? I obviously couldn't get hired because with all my experience, I didn't have an elite degree. And also I see a lot of contract workers that are there that are people of color that are not getting hired full time. So it was a little shocking to me. So how can I change the outcome of search and our voice in this technology world? That's when I started Latinas from the Block to the Boardroom podcast and also my consulting business, Latinas B2B dot marketing. I wanted to use Latinas, that word specifically, the word most used in search on the web for empowerment, for business, education, entrepreneurial enterprise and education and also having economic status. That's what I wanted to do. And that's why I started these podcasts. And that's what we're going to talk about today is marketing and your story and how that's going to change a lot of things for you online and how this will also make, hopefully, a lot of your services and products really excel within the community. So this episode will be another insight discussion, I hope, regarding the business of marketing, as I've said. There's a good book out there and a good man that writes on marketing, Seth Godin, who once said, you can't be seen until you learn to see. And I mentioned, who is this hombre? Well, he's written a few books. There's one called Purple Cow, Tribes, Lynchpin, and countless others. And it's all around how marketing and you spread the word or how you get your products out there or what makes products really sell. I've read the book Lynchpin and and it's extremely valuable for your career. So if you're interested in reading that book and you have a job at this current moment, I would read that book. It's, It's really good. So what does it mean? You can't be seen until you learn to see. That was a great question. So let's discuss that. As I've stated in the last business mini, which is around leadership, and I talked about the five E's of success and how to build and incorporate those five E's into your marketing and business strategy, it revolves all around community and how we see ourselves through business and how we provide our services, our food, our beauty, our art, our education, etc. It has to all deal with marketing. It's all around us. It's how we are directed to engage, how we buy and how we refer products and services within our community. And marketing is so valuable that we take it for granted, like how much it means for our business to exist and for us to continually provide services and products to community. And some of us just think it's all bullshit, which that's fair. But until we learn to see and how we want to be seen, like I just gave my story, that's going to give you the purpose, your gas, and ultimately your goal to be successful in business and to build community through that. So I wanted to bring in something called the influencer effect, because a lot of us today are very much looking at how many followers and how many people have clicked or engaged on our social profiles and by what we post. But is that posting all about your product or is it about you? And this is where the difference comes in and how you want to be seen in community because being a part of community is to serve. And that might sound a little hokey or corny, as some people say, but it really is. How can I serve best in what I provide 
out into the community. Marketing has changed and how we change with that affect of how we purchase things and what we put into the world is a constant evolving thing, making things better. That can be risky for some people like yourself because it just means you're always changing. You're always putting yourself out there. And when we have a lot stacked against us, we just want to be safe sometimes. And that's okay. I know that sounds funny to some how we just want to be plain vanilla. But how many times do you go to a big brand and order the same thing? And then you wish you could do something different or, you know, this would be really good with something else. But that doesn't happen. And why is that? Because we know things need to change, but they're not speaking to us. And what does that mean? They're not speaking to us as a community. I mean, look at Doritos Tacos, okay? Taco Bell got Doritos Tacos from a dude that said, hey, he was a Latino and I think he was a janitor. And he said, it would be awesome if you made Doritos tacos and more people would buy your products. And now it's a thing, right? (laughs) But I'm just saying a lot of ideas come from things we want to do differently. So get out there and try to be risky in what you want to do to provide services that are going to benefit community. I'm not saying Doritos Tacos is going to save the world, but they sure do taste good. (laughs) So that means let's change it up. Change it up with your products and services. I know a lot of you, I've been on your Instagram. I see some of the things you put out there and I can go to another post and it's almost the same thing, just different lettering or different colors or it's the same thing, but it's a different color or it's a different font. Or it's something that reminds me of a different slide, but with different colors. So how do you make yourself different? Branding is a whole other topic, and that can be a whole other podcast. And it's a valuable part of marketing. But my point is, we have to take risk and change it up once in a while and see what happens. And why do you feel the way that you do about staying in that specific type of product? If you try something different, see why it's so hard for you to change. Why is it hard for you to make that decision? What do you think the outcome is? Because if you can build a better team, better product, and provide better services, that's going to have a ripple effect and people will come back to you because they know that you are taking leadership and not being afraid to take risks. And I think that's a good thing. I know right now that I'm always tweaking things in my current role of providing this podcast and my business services. And I started organically. And what's important to me is the impact that I make on you. If I don't have 15,000 followers tomorrow or by the end of this year, that's okay for me. It's how the impact I make to you that's going to benefit you. If it doesn't benefit you, then that's okay too. I just want to help those that it impacts and hopefully can move forward with their business and their services. So what I'm talking about is changing it up. Why should I do that? You might feel just fine where you are right now or You might be in the opposite camp where how do I build more engagement? How do I get more likes? How do I get more followers? You know, how do I increase sales or I'm good in my job right now? How can you be a change agent for your customers to your organization 
How can you build a better team or partner with organizations that will increase both your business sales and your product offerings that complement each other? So in good partnerships, you can reach out to other people or it will just be a ripple effect for your sales to increase once you become that change agent. In short, you're building a business and revenues that is an effort for most of us to have the need to be seen on what's going on these days. And as you do that in the ripple effect and the referrals that go on about how you change their lives, their problem that you solve, the experience they had with your product, that's a change agent that people will find you and your business will grow. So are products and services for you or because people actually need them? So I've seen a lot of products that people build or make that are accessories or they just feel that it would be cute to have certain mugs and things like that. That's great. You know, I always love things like that. But are those things that actually need now or how is it going to change their life? It can do so many things and you have these creative ideas, but are people going to actually need them? Now, that's the difficult part because we all want things, but do we need them? So how does your product or service fit into the overall experience or the excitement of someone's purchase? That's the goal is the experience of buying that product from you and having some experience that helped them solve a problem or it just made their life better and it's something they can go back to over and over again. And what I'm getting at, the final end of this, is to build a loyal customer for life. And we're going to get to the various pieces uh, throughout many more podcasts, how you can build that customer for life. But right now, we're just giving you the basics of why marketing is so important, why I want you to build your purpose and change agent with your products and services online, because we need to be represented and we need to be relevant. And that's the goal I'm doing with these podcasts with you. So when I go back to what do you imagine what your outcome or the experience you want your customers to have with your product? Again, you want to know how they make them feel. Send them a survey. Talk to them. Reach out to them. How did they like it? Can I get some feedback? What are other things that I can do? That makes you a connecting force of wanting to engage with them more personally than just clicking online, buying your product, shipping a product out to them, and that's it. It's like, oh, they're wearing my shirt. Great. Ask them, what else can I do with this? I see that you go here and there with this. What would make this better? Ask your customers. So your story matters and it should be your purpose as to why you create and do the things you do. I create products and services so that I can bring your story to this platform and so you can be represented by your business and we can hear the journey and have a connection to I'm not alone and they did it, I can do it, or how do I build my products better with the ideas I get from this podcast. This is all about marketing. This is where ideas come forward. This is where we can talk about how you think about your products and making them better or how to partner with somebody, 
how to have a conversation with your customers. Like I said, your story matters. And I want to help with that by leveraging your story and help you be that change agent with whatever information I can provide to you through these podcasts. It also helps to put your vision into perspective with those products and services so that people can connect to that. And when we say a connection, it's a feeling that they get. It's an experience they have with your products. And the other thing is by testing. If you're going to launch a product or launch a business, you want to test things out first. We call this kind of like a soft launch sometimes in marketing or when you go to market with a new product or service. You want to have like a testing base or have a few customers, send them the product, have them taste it. I have a really good client out on the East Coast that I work with. She makes these amazing cookies. They're an oatmeal crisp, Auntie Elsie's oatmeal crisp. These cookies are nothing like I've ever had before and they are so delicious. And I've helped her create a better online experience And I've also helped her in how she can package these so that her product doesn't get damaged. And we also have put some stories and things together on her website and Facebook post. And a lot of her customers are always replying. They're always purchasing. They always want to know where she's at to sell her product. And she's just a warm person and they love her products. And there are a million cookies out in the world And this is one woman who said, I'm going to make this special type of cookie. And she connects with a lot of people and they love her product. So this is an example of her story testing. She put out some different flavors. She got some feedback. So now she only has three flavors and they're the best selling flavors. So if you have makeup or if you have t-shirts or if you have a product or service that's selling well, Ask why they're not purchasing the other ones. What would make them purchase the other one? Or how can we change these other products that you like? Would you like this or that? This is a testing ground that you should test all the products you have or new products you want to release. Get that feedback. And your customers will totally appreciate that you're asking them for that feedback. They love that. And I love that they give me feedback. You can give me feedback on this podcast. I ask for it all the time, but nobody ever gives me an email to say, hey, Teresa, you're doing great. Or, wow, Teresa, that really sucked. So for me, when I'm working with my clients, I'm always asking for feedback. We always have a check-in. And I'm constantly reworking my website, my podcast, and how I can make things more accessible to folks who want to learn more or how I can make these podcasts better. So how do we get there? How do we get to this avenue of being seen with value? Well, I have another great author that I love to read, and it's Brene Brown. And she has some really great advice on being vulnerable. The book I'm reading and I love is called Daring Greatly. It talks about how we build walls and We have a flight or fight type of experience when we're trying to get feedback. And that's natural. And we get defensive. And especially for men, you know, it's hard for men to be vulnerable because then we criticize them. If dudes just started crying all the time and 
complaining and this and that, you know, we're part of the problem too. You know, we want to hold them up to a higher standard of be a man, but that's society that impacts that. And we want men to feel vulnerable just as much as we are. And it's hard for women who are mothers, single mothers, or they're in a leadership role in a business. They can't be seen at all vulnerable. We can't even be seen a woman sometimes because they are looking for that crack to say we can't handle the business or we can't handle the pressure. And that's hard because that builds up inside of us. And that's why we have workshops and groups to talk about these things and to support each other. It's very difficult. And vulnerability is a big deal. And we don't want to seem like we're weak. But when you're in business, it takes a tremendous amount of energy to put yourself out there. And you are being vulnerable. You are. And that's a huge, wonderful thing because you believe in your product so much and you believe in yourself that you can... A, solve a problem, or B, you're going to give somebody a wonderful experience by what you provide out into the market, or you just want to be able to be of service to somebody to help them. Right now, the healthcare industry is in such need of people that if you were to join an organization just as a volunteer, that provides you with a sense of service to understand how people are vulnerable and they need your help. And then vice versa for yourself. It's kind of like an empathy, putting yourself in someone else's shoes to understand how you can be of value and really provide a wonderful experience to somebody that is really in need or that would really like to have a great experience with something that you created that is going to have a impacting memory with them. So I love this about marketing And some people say, oh, you know, what about the four P's and the, you know, strategic marketing? And what about the SWOT analysis and this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get to all that. That's part of it. But you have to figure out the foundation of what you're putting out there first to put those theories into motion about why you're going to do your SWOT analysis What are your other competitors doing based on what you have as your purpose and your foundation? What are the four P's in the community that you're going to place your product? What about a social media strategy? How are you going to use all those, I call them the spokes of marketing, based on you being the hub and your purpose of your product? That is the key to marketing And I want to give you these business minis to help you understand how powerful and impactful you can make your product to community and also build wealth. All right. So one of the last things I want to touch on here is how we value our existence when we put a promotion or how we put messaging out to community. A lot of us say we have side hustles. Or we say that uh, we're an entrepreneur or we have a startup. We have to understand what that means in that language. When you have a hustle, that means you're hustling for money. It just means it's transactional. I just want to get this done. I just need a job. I just need this extra money. Is that going to build longevity for you as a converted business owner? Will that help you to build a business 
moving forward as a hustler, right? You can hustle for money. You do what you need to do to get to where you need to be, as Oprah has once said. But remember that impact that you're making and how you're hustling to get that money. Because you want to be real. And I think people want to have that real connection to you. So again, when I bring up the service part, that's very impactful because people remember how you helped them versus how you just sold them something and left. So that is one thing I wanted to talk about, the hustle versus how can I serve? I don't think you're devaluing yourself by saying a side hustle, but just remember the type of transaction or the type of engagement you're providing with that language. That's just something that stays with people and then how you move forward into a overall business. When we talk about startups, startups and being an entrepreneur means you are going to be vulnerable. You are going to start to build a foundation and put a lot of practice behind testing and all these things that I mentioned. How will I serve? How am I going to build a product? How am I going to serve? How am I going to raise money? How am I going to make sales? Where am I going to put my product? This goes with food as well. When you want to sell food and you want to start your own business, maybe with a taco truck, there's a million taco trucks out there, a million. And some of them are very high end and some of them just have an outdoor place where you just pick up your tacos. How are you going to differentiate yourself so that you can move into your own business? How are you going to lay out your business plan with the go-to-market plan in that business plan of how you're going to make money? This is all about how you're going to make money and connect to community. And that's what I'm trying to say. Your tacos and your products are going to resonate with a certain piece of the community that means something special to them. Maybe your tacos remind them of their abuelita back in Michoacan and how she used to make those tacos and, you know, made the the homemade tortillas and this and this and that. And that's why they go to you because of the way you make your food, how you put your product out there to your clients, how you send the message, how you price it, how you bring community together around your food. That could remind them of somebody back in Mexico. I hope this all makes sense to you because what I'm trying to do is elevate all your businesses to be present online and to have that purpose so we change the narrative online. That's my goal because As I mentioned early in this podcast, at the very beginning, I was shell-shocked at how women of color and our communities are perceived online through these search engines. And for us to be relevant, we need to connect with purpose and community through our products and services. So marketing is the key to us every day. It impacts us. We see it everywhere. They're little things, but these little things are what really connects us to how we want to continue to buy your products or how we want to continue to engage or how we want to partner with you in business. And do you see yourself in those messages? Does it come from a place of purpose? Is there an empathy issue? Are you afraid of being vulnerable in that capacity? Does it show that you want to be seen 
with community or how you want to build a business with your purpose. These are all things that are very self-reflecting. And it took me a long time to get there. And I had some people nudge me to say, yes, do it. You got to do it. You got to say it. You got to get out there. This is you. This is what you've been waiting for. And I'm doing it. This is why I want to help create your story. This is why I want to help you build your business that will resonate with your customers and who will value your products and services. Because it's all about true emotional connections with your story, your work, and your commitment. And this is what builds customers for life. And I want to help you keep that business in your family and create generational wealth and to help us build communities together. So thank you for this time. I hope it was helpful. If you'd like to learn more about this marketing strategies, how I can help you with your podcast or any of your business to help you build and navigate your strategy for your products and services, I'm happy to help you. I can be reached for a 30-minute free consultation at Latinas b2b.marketing to help you understand or to help you navigate where you can go to help build your business or provide better services and products. So thank you for listening. This is Teresa Gonzalez with Latinas from the block to the boardroom. Gracias. Gracias.